Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to Smoke What You Like, a cigar podcast with your host, Jack Hill Morgan. And I uh, just want to say to everybody, season's greetings, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah. Uh, the season, the holiday season is upon us. And so I want to wish everybody well out there in the cigar well, all my brothers and sisters of the leaf. Um, continue to put some smoke in the air and enjoy your holiday. Today's episode is going to be to Cuban cigar, but not to Cuban cigar. Cuban cigars versus non-Cuban cigars, all right? And uh, we're going to get into this discussion and talk about uh, some of the mystique behind Cuban cigars. Uh, in my honest opinion, do I think Cuban cigars are better than, uh, than non-Cuban cigars? Are Cuban cigars the best cigars in the world or not? And all that jazz. So let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, I have been indulging in cigars now for maybe close to 23 years, I want to say. All right. And I have had several different Cuban cigars in that span. And while Cuban cigars are indeed highly sought after, because of the mystique behind it, uh, I have to honestly say, in my opinion, my humble opinion, all right, what do I know? In my humble opinion, I will tell you that Cuban cigars are good. However, I don't think they are the best cigars in the world. Uh, maybe once upon a time, they were. That was probably most likely before my time, all right? But most of what has driven the whole Cuban cigar craze, at least in the United States, is the fact that, of course, the trade embargo of 1962, all right? And uh, let's go back there briefly, okay? Uh, President JFK, uh, February 1962, uh, enacted a trade embargo, but funny enough, some of you may know this, some of you may not know this. He actually, uh, knowing that he was going to do this trade embargo and act it, he went ahead and procured about 1,200 Cuban cigars for himself because he was the avid Cuban cigar smoker. So uh, he hoards these cigars to himself, and uh, probably some of his other politician friends may have did something similar. And then right after that, he announced the trade embargo. So good for him and those that could get these cigars and of course for the, the average guy you know uh, everybody else uh, you can only get them sparingly over the years right fast forward uh, you know if you travel to different places Canada uh, Dominican Republic places that like that you can get a Cuban cigar while you're on vacation right uh, hopefully they're not counterfeit because I've actually experienced that as well. Um, and anybody that's told you that they've never been fooled uh, and gotten counterfeit, cigar, counterfeit Cuban cigars before is probably telling you a fib because a lot of us that have sought after them have been, have been got. Okay, uh, it's just part of the game. Um, but to stay on track, uh, you can get Cuban cigars, of course, outside the United States. And I guess depending on who you know inside the United States. 
for that matter. But for a lot of us, we have to go on vacation to other countries that still have trade with Cuba in order to get Cuban cigars. And over the years, I've had some really good ones. I used to be a, uh, a I used to love Cohiba. So I was a Cohiba fanboy, Cuban Cohiba fanboy for a long time. And, uh, you know, I've had a few in my life, and then I've had some others that I thought uh, actually blew Cohiba away, in my opinion. Uh, there's a, a cigar that they sell in Cuba called the Quaba. It's C-U-A-B-A, Quaba. And to me, that is one of the best Cuban cigars uh, that I have had contact with. Okay, so I've had the Hoyo de Monterey, the Upman, uh, a few of the Cuban brands that also have their non-Cuban counterparts. And uh, I would have to say that the Quaba, the Cuban Quaba is one of my favorites. There's something about it that is just amazing. It's, it's smooth, it's rich, it's flavorful, and it is really a great cigar. Um, so if you get a chance, if you ever get to Cuba, I was in Cuba and Havana in 2018, and actually got myself a box of Cuban Quabas, and I still have some now, right? So that's, you know, just a few years ago, and I still have maybe, oof, maybe like 15 or so. Quabas uh, left, and I only smoke those New Year's, Christmas, special occasions, stuff like that. But uh, the argument is: Are Cubans better than other the best? In my opinion, they are not the best, uh, and that's just me. The other people may argue down, uh, and that's fine. But again, we're going back to the mystique. Uh, of the Cuban cigar and not and it not being readily available to a lot of us cigar enthusiasts. Right? Let's face it, the fruit that's forbidden is the is the fruit that's highly sought after. Alright? That's just human nature in and of itself. So uh, we seek after that which is hard to attain for better or for worse. And uh, Cuban cigars happens to be one of those things. And uh, I do suggest that if you're a cigar enthusiast, if you've not had a Cuban cigar, uh, definitely I would I would recommend at least once in your life getting a Cuban cigar, getting a couple of them and trying it out. Uh, definitely, I would not say don't try it because I don't think it's the best in the world. That that would be folly on my part. But I think everyone, if you're a cigar enthusiast, should try at least one Cuban cigar and see how you feel about it. Uh, Cuban cigars tend to be extremely strong, uh, a lot rougher than some of the other full-body counterparts that have seemed to have more flavor than ferocity to them, and some people like that, so uh, that's just my take. But I do want to go ahead and share some thoughts uh, from an article that I read, and this is from uh, Holtz Clubhouse, and they get into a little bit about uh, Cuban cigars and, and things like that. So this is from Holtz Clubhouse, and bear with me, I'm going to read this, and hopefully give you, the listener, a, uh, a better understanding about the whole Cuban cigar thing and uh, some of the nuances 
that seem to just kind of just uh, be in the old Cuban uh, cigar realm, if you will. So this is called the Flavor Evolution of Cuban Cigars. It says, price aside, there are three major components to judging the quality of a cigar. One, flavor is purely subjective. Flavor is the most important characteristic in determining which cigar you like, of course. The problem is that the flavor of any particular cigar can easily be different from, different from production year to production year. That is especially true of Cuban cigars because they come from tobacco planted in soil that imparts a distinctive flavor to the leaves grown in the Vuelta Abajo region in the western part of the island. That soil has at various times been overworked, attacked by disease, and not cared for properly because of a lack of available capital or talent. I do also want to throw in there that we have to remember that Cuba in the last 30 years or so has been hit by some really bad hurricanes. So that of course is also going to affect the, the tobacco and the planting in the soil, right? Uh, let me continue. In May of 2001, Wavin Shankin, the creator and publisher of Cigar Aficionado magazine, which I love, and as a true love of Cuban cigars, as one can find, wrote, over the last couple of years, I have smoked some Cuban cigars that I couldn't believe were Cubans. They drew poorly, or the tobacco was raw. Then in a blind tasting, I smoked a cigar that, unknown to me, was from one of Cuba's greatest brands. After discovering the origin of the cigar, I argued that it had to be counterfeit, but I was told that it came from one of the most reputable Cuban cigar dealers in the world. Were all Cuban cigars bad? No, Shankin pointed out, that some still were great. He noted that the Cohiba Robusto had just scored a 94 in the recent tasting. Ten years earlier, Shankin wrote, Cuban cigars were much better. He could have written, I think, a similar assessment 17 years later. So, basically, one thing to take into consideration with Cuban cigars, and I want to say in any region where you can have uh, harsh weather, you know, um, some island nations have severe hurricanes and stuff like that. Uh, and then, of course, you have the tobacco beetles that uh, infect the crops and things of that nature. So, it, to me, it, this article makes perfect sense in stating that, yes, you know, from year to year, it could affect uh, the consistency of not just Cuban cigars, any cigar, right? So, you know, the soil and all that comes with it, uh, all of this can be a, a factor in whether or not you're going to have a great great uh, uh, a year of several great sticks to smoke or a year of some crap crap sticks to smoke so you know there you have it uh there uh, there's some other stuff that i could read to you but i won't bore you um you can read this for yourself this is an excerpt from a very good article from holtz clubhouse uh, and it was actually this was actually dated back in 2018 i believe so you can check it out for yourself and uh, read about the Cuban cigars versus non-Cuban cigars. Um, again, uh, Quava is one of my favorites, Cuban Quava, and uh, H. Upman, uh, Hoyo de Monterey, uh, 
or some brands that I've had that honestly I liked it better than the Cuban Cohiba and not to kick dirt on, on Cohiba at, at all but I just think that there are others, other sticks that are better all in all as I always say uh, smoke what you like smoke what you enjoy and by all means whether you're just getting into the cigar game or you've been in it for a while you never had one absolutely go and find a Cuban cigar and uh, I hope you enjoy it and uh, you know you see how you feel about it you know uh, that's all I have for you guys today I hope you uh, enjoyed it short and sweet my take on the whole Cuban cigars versus non-Cuban cigars argument which you'll probably hear if you haven't heard already in many cigar circles uh, don't forget to check me out on YouTube alright Jack uh, Kim Cigar Journal on YouTube and you can also follow me on Jack Kim Cigar Journal on Instagram and Facebook and I'll catch you guys in the next one don't forget smoke what you like